They say money can't buy happiness, but you can sure as shit rent it. Go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and take some home today. This week on the BAMFCast, yo hippie, what kind of dude are you? One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMFCast. Hey! BAMFCast. Episode 427. Blaze it. Good God. Mm -mm. What? Oh, no. Okay. Uh, So I'm Harlow. Uh, Mackie's not here, but I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of this year, Bamcast, Mackie or not, is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half, and then we rate them good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. I get one to five jocks and robot jocks. Robot jocks. Like that movie. That movie that we like. Mm-hmm. However, there are bad bad movies. It doesn't stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags isn't giant bags of trash. They should be Boom. thrown away because they suck. We don't Bag's like them. Yes. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. There's no no reason. We just landed on this movie. It, yeah. 1987's The Hidden. Was there a particular reason that, that drew us to it? Came out on Blu-ray recently, and we picked it up, and I, I've seen this before, and I thought we needed a rebound from the soldier, and I thought this might do the trick. Okay. That was, that was my thing. I think some people took, uh... A little bit of umbrage with us saying, is this really a bad movie? It is a B movie. It's more a semi-forgotten movie. Yeah. We'll go with that. Yes. Lost to time. Yeah, maybe I... perhaps mildly hidden. Mm. Yeah. Let's get a quick, ah. quick plot summary for this out of the way. We'll talk more about it. Law-abiding people suddenly become violent criminals. A cop and an FBI agent race for answers in this sci-fi thriller. Ooh. <laughs> cool. Kill. Yeah. Um, you don't really know it's a sci-fi thriller for a while if you're going into it cold. True, right. true. So I thought it was just a cop movie, mm-hmm. and it was going to be weird. Kyle MacLachlan, yeah. And I then, bet then, I know exactly what scene gave it away <laughs> that it was not going to be just a cop movie. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about who we have returning right from this movie from Banffcast lore. Yeah, of, uh, the past. The uh. The cast of this has has been with us before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle MacLachlan, of course, right from Showgirls. Yes, his most famous role. <laughs> Very well known for Showgirls. Uh, Michael Nuri, mm-hmm. who is the other male lead in this film, three other Bamcast movies. Uh, he was in Captain America. Mm-hmm. He was in Hologram Man. Captain America, nineteen ninety. Nineteen ninety. You have to specify. Yes, and also the gift that keeps on giving: Gobots, Battle of the Rock Lords. Who? <laughs> 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 Uh, and then you have Claudia Christian, who Babylon Five. That's what. Sure. That's that's the big thing everyone probably. Oh, fine, knows you're giving from. you're giving her a real credit as sure. opposed to all the Bamfcast credit she has. Yeah, but she has also been in three Bamfcast movies. She was in Arena. Mm-hmm. She was yes. in Think Big. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no doubt, doubt about, about that. Yeah. And uh, Maniac Cop Two. Mm-hmm. And You're then correct. you have uh, also Edo Ross, who is Michael Nuri's partner in this. Mm. He. Uh, most people know him from Red Heat. He's the Russian bad guy in that. But Duh. he was in the Five Joxer Action Jackson. Okay. So. Well, that covers it. Yeah. Those are all the alums we have. Mm-hmm. Ah, there are two more 
who each have one line late in the film. <laughs> sure. They they appear and disappear just about as quick. It's like, hey, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess we can talk about them when we get there. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, otherwise this is, I mean, it starts on a bank heist. Well, it starts on security cameras of a bank heist mm-hmm. um, where, you know, it, this is the time period where people, lots of people went to the bank and for some strange reason, didn't pay attention to suspicious people standing completely still for like three minutes yeah. wearing trench coats and not go, hey, it's, it's LA. LA. And why the <laughs> fuck is this guy in a trench coat? <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, it's just dude standing there waiting. And then I guess that was, you know, the armored car guys come out with some money and he's just like, hey, guess what? Shotgun mm-hmm. and blast them, takes the money and then shoots a couple other people and then blast the- smiles directly at the camera and then shoots it and then walks out yes. and hops in a Ferrari. And it's just smiling all the way, pops in a tape, you know, takes time to baby drive her up before driving away right? and um, proceeds to blast. We think maybe Iron Maiden. We're it not, was not Iron Maiden. No, there was no Iron Maiden. Yeah, it was Iron, all right. It was Iron Maiden esque. It was yes, <laughs> and proceeds to start a giant car chase. Could have been one of the three Concrete Blonde songs in this. Okay, in this movie. Yeah. All right. I yeah. Don't, I don't know anything about this kind of. Music, Chuck and so. I watched the music credits, we and they ah, were confusing. They were okay. very confusing. Um, but yeah, he uh, he leads the cops on a chase, uh, which involves a lot of police cars all trying to get in front of him and he kind of basically blows through them at every opportunity. Uh, he drives through a park at one point, he does. which uh, a person is pushing a person in a wheelchair down the sidewalk. <laughs> and uh, normally in movies you see that and, you know, it's it's a moment of danger that is averted. Uh, no, he just plows right into this dude in a wheelchair because the person pushing, pushing him just just the carrier was just like well <laughs> you already can't walk so i yeah. guess uh you'll be fine yep um later there are two guys carrying a pane of glass <laughs> across I, the street again you think you know how that's going to go in most movies nope uh you're wrong he smashes into the glass but also through the two dudes <laughs> right well i think he just sort of clips one one definitely goes full on like yeah face into windshield yes. and roll off the car mm-hmm and then there's a persistent blood stain from that dude for the rest of the car chase. Yep. And uh, eventually this ends at, there's a police barricade over a hill. And this is when our main cop cast has shown up and they're just like, wow, what do you got? All right, here he comes. Now, I will say there is a moment where, um, what's his face? Nuri, uh, Michael Nuri, mm-hmm. like has this like, no, wait, I'm the best shot. Yeah. Because he's like, give me the shotgun. And then he like does this like he does like the lethal weapon, like, you know, head like crack your neck thing. Yeah. And then it's just like, but it never really actually pays off. Like he's fine at shooting, but it's not like he's some exceptional shot. Yeah. No, he hits the car like everyone else does because they're all firing shotguns. at it. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I was just saying like they do this and then like they just seem to set up like he's this amazing shot. Yeah. He's fine. But also, yeah, I mean, he's fine. He hits his target, but they all hit their target. Uh, this eventually causes the car to not stop, so they have to abandon their barricade. Well, he plows... Well, he's just not stopping. Right. The guy just drives through, and it's not a... It's a it's a roadblock with, yeah. like, eight police cars. Yeah. And he just plows right through all of them, drags one for, you know, 20 or 30 feet, and then careers off into uh, a fence. Mm-hmm. I, do, I do like that the little Ferrari side panels, the iconic side panels... Yeah. <laughs> kind of come off and like like go out like wing style yeah like they don't fly of some all the way kind. off yeah. you know it's just it's it's kind of funky yeah. that they chose to do that i guess but. yeah it's those weird kit cars you never mm-hmm. know what's gonna happen with them <laughs> but uh the the dude driving the car gets out 
and just kind of smiles at them. And they that's literally all he does. He smiles at them and they're just like, oh, man, no, fuck no. This guy's still alive. Murder his car. So, yeah, they just keep shooting at him. They hit him a couple more times and then the car explodes. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, OK, take this guy to the hospital. <laughs> Uh, so it like cuts to that guy in the hospital just burned and the doctor's like, yeah, I don't know. We might send him back to intensive care, but it's not going to do any good. Um, and he, this guy's in a room with another guy, another patient. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I guess we're introduced. We go back to the police station for a little bit before we get this. Like, uh, like they leave him for a little while. Cause Michael yeah. Nury goes there and then Michael right. Nury goes back to the police station. Yeah. They just kind of show up and, and like, they're like, hey, Doc, is he going to make it? He's like, oh, the condition he is, I'm surprised he's alive now. He's probably not going to make it through the night. Right. And he's just like, good, and walks away. Right. Because there's a brief speech where the doctor's like, hey, nobody deserves to die like this. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, yeah, well, here's all of the things he did. He's killed like 24 people, like injured another 30 or so. Yeah. Robbed Seven- six banks. Yeah. Robbed six banks, stole a bunch of Ferraris, a candy store for some- that was in there for some reason. Yeah. And then like mutilated like four people, two of which were kids. So, mm-hmm. yeah, if anyone deserves to die horribly, it's this guy. Yeah. So fuck which off. Doc. Leaves the doc conflicted. Yeah. Like, well, maybe <laughs> yeah. you're right. Yeah. But so he goes back to the police station and this just. OK, so first of like the first shot back at the police station is like, I don't, I don't know. It's like the captain and the lieutenant are discussing how Michael Nury needs to go on the detail of this guy who's coming to town, the senator. And the lieutenant is explaining to the captain, he's like, if I give him up, it'll be chaos. And he is just going on and on and on about how the civilization will end if he takes him off the street because he'll never get him back and the punks will take over the world and it'll just be the worst thing ever. And the captain's like, dude, just shut up. We're taking him. So Michael Nury's just, it, it, this is just, hey, all the cops in the bullpen Let's learn a little bit about them, mm-hmm. but not really. Uh, and the Cobb McLaughlin walks in. Yeah. Like, but the uh, lieutenant guy brings him in and mm-hmm. is just like, hey, th- this guy's from the FBI. You're you're going to work with him. Mm-hmm. And Michael Norris is like, yeah, about. No, I'm not. Di-. And the other guy just walks away like whatever, too. I'm not listening to this. Yeah. He's just like, what about this? And my caseload. And I've got this. And. Yeah. And, he, and he walks some paperwork over to this one, you know, nerdy, the nerdy detective dude who's right. just like gets stuck with all the paperwork, I guess. Yeah. He's the, you know, nerdy finish my homework guy. <laughs> He's um, like, don't put that on my desk. Don't put it on. He's like, I'd like to see my wife. I haven't seen my wife in a week. And everyone's like, I saw your wife last night. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, boom. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's one of those. But, yeah, but then my comic Laughlin's like, hey, I'm looking for this guy named this. And he's like, well, I have good news for you. He's dead. Yeah. Or he's dying in yeah. the hospital room. He's like, which one? And. They tell him, and he just immediately just turns around and walks out of the scene, and they're like, "That guy's weird." Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, yeah. They, this is when we go back to the hotel room yeah. or, or the hotel, the hospital, right? And like, he just suddenly wakes up, like eyes wide open, and then like pulls the tube out of his throat, all the stuff off his arms, and then just, he does the easy movie hospital thing of just yoinking everything off of right. him, like it's no big deal. Well, yeah, the the throat one was especially funny because it's like, no, yeah, those go way further. Right, down. yeah, that's not just tickling the back of your throat; <laughs> that's in your goddamn stomach. Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's like he, and then he just goes over and he's like, "I'm going to murder the dude next to me." Like, takes off his sensors and everything, and just mm-hmm. starts strangling him. But it's really more like just to get him to open his mouth because right. this is where we know it's a sci-fi movie <laughs> because. The dude that is all burned up from the car uh, opens up his mouth and a giant spider snake thing. Some sort of larva spider. I mean, the, the, legs, the legs that first come out are very hairy spider yes. thing. And then it's like the body it's is like fucking Mothra comes yeah. out. 
<laughs> then it's like a sluggish body and yeah. yeah yeah slug face spider arms squid back in mm-hmm. lots and, of tentacles going on and yeah it's a gr- you know pretty grody special effect pretty this, gross yeah, yeah like yeah. coming out of this dude's mouth and going to the other one so because they've got you know kind of fake heads of both ends yeah apparently that was done stop motion all right it looks pretty good yeah it's a good effect it, it is yeah. a good effect like you know it's gross cut to the burn dude you know pr- protruding this thing out of its mouth and you can tell that's just you know the but it's 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 all good it's all good practical effects going on in this um but yeah so that's happened and then mm-hmm. comic lockin comes comes in uh and like it's the, just standing there because like they're looking over the all the doctors are standing around like scratching their heads like yeah dead dude here where's the other guy the other guy just got up and left Oh, oh no! Because okay, they that guy didn't just get up and leave first because the doctor comes in to do the the shock paddles oh, right, on him right, right, yeah. and does so, and then just gets electrocuted himself, and he's like, "What the hell was that?" And then the guy gets up and walks out of there. Mm-hmm. So the main doctor comes in and is just like, "The hell's going on here?" He's like, "I don't know." And yeah. Comic Lock and he just, just he, sta- he stands, stands there awkward, there. awkwardly for a while, then pulls out his FBI badge. Yeah, he's just he's got this sad look on his face, like, yeah. "Oh," and. He's like, FBI, what's the deal? And it's like, this guy just got up and walked out. Like, this guy's dead on the floor. The yeah. other guy got up and left. And he's like, and like how? Because, like, you know, he had some, he had stomach issues. Yeah, because he, he goes and has a, a meeting with the doctor to to get the mm-hmm. file on the guy. And yeah. the doctor tells him, like, look, this guy's got intense gastro problems and yeah. his heart's giving out. And he's just quadruple bypassed yeah, yesterday. He's not going to make it. Yeah. So. And then he, Comic Lachlan takes the the file photo, basically mm-hmm. of this guy. And for some, for some reason, the doctor, it, it's weird because it's a hospital, and it's like, do hospital doctors actually know anybody because they see so many people. He's like, this guy wouldn't do a thing. Like he's yeah. he's clean. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. No way. Yeah. Um, but Comic Lachlan goes back to the police station and is like, okay, now we're looking for this guy. Yeah. I, I just re- realized we we actually saw Michael Nuri for a brief second before he uh, hit the police barricade because he was at the guy's neighbors the the right. dude driving the ferrari's neighbor he's just like normal guy i haven't seen him in a couple of weeks but like yeah normal guy very what do you nice do, rob a bank <laughs> and then yeah they or a guy comes running up it's like we got him yeah he's on such and such road we got yeah, him. yeah so we actually kind of got a brief introduction yeah to him going door to door yeah finding out about this guy but, but he, he comes back in and is just like all right now we're looking for this guy and they go and get his record off of the computer mm-hmm. and michael nori's like all this guy has is traffic tickets I don't I don't chase traffic tickets. Yeah. So this isn't the guy. What is what's wrong with you? Yeah. So Calvin Glockin is basically like, well, fine, I'll just do this myself. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, and he just he just storms off. And, and then we get to see Most uh, of this is the adventures of this of the, dying old man right. with an alien inside. Because of him. <laughs> the first place he goes is to a record store. Yeah. And it's just like he's just pocketing cassette tapes mm-hmm. and then the way too old and doesn't really fit in this place uh, record store dude is like hey man yeah hey old man yeah, yeah. and i'm also an old man please <laughs> stop stealing from they, me old recognizes old <laughs> they, they kind of get into like a, a an elderly fisticuffs and then bit, he's yeah. like i got a club behind the counter here and, mm-hmm. and tries to beat him and dude takes it and beats him to death yes and then takes the money the... steals the money out of the cash register steals a boom box and then just goes takes a gun take, out oh, of yeah, cash takes, takes the gun out of the cash register it goes plotting out and almost runs into a lady who's like hey, hey. asshole yeah and then and she then, walks into the record store and is like, oh, God, a dead body. Scream. Yeah. yeah. And then that's how they know they have a description on this guy because mm-hmm. this lady saw her. So it's cops go investigate this. And they're like, how many dead bodies in this short amount of time? This is crazy. Yeah. But, you know, they get a they get this lady to give a police sketch and it matches the photo. And they put it on APB. And he's like, all right, fine. We're looking for this guy. It doesn't make any sense, but we're looking for this guy. Yeah. 
And meanwhile, this guy has gone to the Ferrari dealership because he's watched this dude finish his test drive and is like, I want that car. Right. And well, he started chasing him on foot and then almost had a heart attack. Yeah. Which is it's real weird because they don't really fully establish exactly how this symbiotic thing lives, because it seems like later in the movie, you know, you can get shot 50 times and it doesn't really affect the thing inside. Yeah. But also it's relying on this dude's heart and body that's failing. I think it's just the locomotion of the dude is failing because the dude's heart is failing. Yeah. Like, he sure. can't, this this alien thing can't get around. But I don't know if you if you know, but like if you're pumped full of bullet holes, that really uh, affects your blood flow. Uh, no. <laughs> no? Uh, no. No? Okay. No, no. Sure. No, no really. I don't think so. Yeah. But like, so bullets are really just, they're just, they're just a mild they're just I mean, they're so small. really. Sure. They're tiny. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so like he, so he goes to like a diner to to pick out and he's blasting his boombox while everyone is just like good god what's wrong with this guy um and then he sees the car drive by outside the well, he's, he's also watching tv because he sees the um the senator oh, is right. on tv uh, like are you gonna run for president he's like i don't know you find out a little while wink wink, wink and everybody's yeah. clapping for him and super intrigued by that Yeah, he turns off the radio for that to listen to that but, but yes. then gets distracted by the yes. ferrari that drives by so he follow he tries to chase it almost has a heart attack so he just has to walk the rest of the way mm-hmm. and eventually he gets to the the dealership and he's like, I want this car. And the guy's like, yeah, get out of here, buddy. I'm, I'm selling this car. Yeah, this car's sold. I'll sell you another one. And the guy's like, I'm, I'm buying this car. Don't touch it. So he keeps fucking with the car, and they send out this bouncer guy to get him out of there. And eventually he just pummels that guy. And shoots him. Yeah. Point blank. Yes. Um, so then we go to the sales office where... <laughs> <laughs> Man. Holy it's shit. It's a great sales office. Yeah. So... Buying a car in the 80s, man. Am I right? So the customer is just sitting there doing cocaine out of the back of a a small Ferrari. Well, no, it's not, great. You got not a, directly. The, the, the trunk well, that's of just the, the source. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's there's a tiny die-cast Ferrari yep. with its trunk open uh-huh. and a small mountain of cocaine in <laughs> yes. it. Yeah. And then a small spoon, and he's spooning it out onto a mirror mm-hmm. and then cutting it up with a golden safety razor razor blade <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. and snorting it with like some sort of metal straw. I think yeah. it was a it double-sided is... razor blade. He was living on the double yeah. edge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was one of the uh, safety razor. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, safety razor's got the one side you can hold on to. Double-sided has two blades. I thought it, I thought the safety razors were the ones that yeah. looked like that. Well, we should go Anyhow. to the, oh, the, sa- the safety part is database. that you have one in you can hang on to without cutting yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but it's weird because he, the dealer is just like, yeah, man, go ahead, have at it. So, and he like, takes some and rubs it on his gums too and then i i just want to point out that in this ferrari slash lamborghini dealership yeah they have a little ferrari that is a coke holder yep where the engine would be yep. which pretty much you know gets you everything you need to know yes yes <laughs> there's also a lamborghini rug on the wall behind mm-hmm. the door yeah. but, but anyway old man alien walks in and it's just like well, he's, I, he's dragging the, the dead bouncer. Yeah, he just throws, throws that guy the in there first, and then he walks he's in. Like, he's like, "I want the car. Give me the keys." And he's like, "Dude, give him the fucking keys. I, like, I just signed for it." He's, he's like, like, "Give him the give key. him the goddamn keys." And he throw, he's like, "Then he goes, thank you," and then shoots them both. <laughs> yes, shoots them both, mm-hmm. and then just goes and gets in the car and drives away into traffic, stunting all over the place. Um, but he is he is rapidly dying. Like his oh, yeah. body oh, is, he is pale as shit at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So he's driving along and he sees a guy picking up girls on the street and then he decides, I want to do that. So he tries to do that and the girls are like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. And so for some reason, he has stolen the wallet of the guy who was going to buy the car. Right. 
And he just starts digging around in the wallet and he finds some business cards. One is for like this imports business, which I guess was this guy's business. Mm -hmm. I don't know why he decided to go there. It was a weird like what was the it was like he was immediately rejected by the girls on the street and then just decided I'm going to dig into this wallet. Because he also had a business card for the harem room. Right. Which he um, will attend later. (laughs) Right. (laughs) We'll go there later, boys and girls. Uh, But he decides instead of going to the harem room after being immediately rejected by the girls to go to this anchor anchor thing, anchor imports. Yeah, which uh, he walks in and it's just garbage. It's just the lamest garbage. It's just a bunch of shitty artwork. Yeah. You soon figure out why, Uh, because he goes into the back room, opens a door and it's just filled with guns like it is just gun room, just a hundred guns in there. But he also starts stroking out again. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's at this point, he's stroking out so bad that the thing the thing that's inside of him is trying to get out and like pokes through his arm and grab some packing tape and just yeah, like, he wraps I'll, make, it, I'll make a tourniquet with right, packing tape. Wraps it back up. Um, but this leads, that's what's going to be the demise of this old man alien character is that he's eventually going to bleed to death because he's just bleeding from this alien poking out of his arm trying to get out so he's just losing all his blood um but yeah then eventually he goes to the the harem club mm-hmm. and uh he's just sitting at the bar bleeding to death and drinking <laughs> yeah but like the bartenders well i first off like on the stage is claudia christian mm-hmm. um yes and very important doing her her thing mm-hmm. uh well and uh but the bartender comes over and notices, like, doesn't notice him bleeding. All like, we get a shot of his arm on the bar, pool of blood, right? You know, show that he's got a bag full of guns down at his feet. Mm-hmm. Bartender walks over and is just like, "Hey, buddy, you feeling all right? You look look pretty pale." Yeah, doesn't notice. I mean, not a small puddle of blood. No, like it's running down into the next seat on the bar. Yeah. Puddle of blood. Yeah. Doesn't notice it, and he's just like, "I'm fine." Yeah, I and I, sugar and water. <laughs> so I think while all this is going on, like. Back at the police station, Michael Nuri and and Kyle McLaughlin are looking at things, evidence, trying to figure stuff out. Mm -hmm. And one of the one of the cops in the background comes in just with a flamethrower on his shoulder. (laughs) And you're like, dude, what the hell? And they ask him, he's like, yeah, they took this off some gangbanger on the street. What the hell's happening to this town? And they just put it away. And you're like, well, Michael Nuri's like, whatever happened to Zip Gun? yeah, Yeah, yeah. So I think like Michael Nuri's wife calls him and he's like, oh, yeah, I'll be home in 15 minutes. And then he asks comic and to come home with right with him have to dinner. go to dinner uh, and they have a super awkward dinner super awkward yeah because comic lachlan's being weird um, yeah okay so <laughs> they're both of the alien things are doing it like they're what they're both being weird they're, oh, okay. they're, they're doing the egger thing from men in black i mentioned that but i mean they're both like we cannot possibly be more obvious that we are not from here comic lachlan is better at it than the... until this scene yes but they they Okay, so he's weird around the kid. Like, they're tucking in Michael Nori's kid, and he's just standing there, just duh. And the kid's looking at him like, that's a secret alien. Um, so that's awkward and weird. And then what the thing is, is that they cut to them at dinner, and he's pounding back a beer. And I guess just one beer fucks this alien up because mm-hmm. he is just throughout the rest of the dinner. Just he's not pounding a beer. He is sipping it like, eh, what yeah, is he's this? drinking it like I would. And, and, and he's not, <laughs> not only that, like even <laughs> drinking it like the fucking president, just like really <laughs> weird going after it. 
Like he's never seen a bottle before. Probably because probably he hasn't. Yeah. It, it's not just the beer though. Like he's poking it. Like he was eating his food so awkwardly that I was like, <laughs> "Is this like?" I, I'm trying to think. Like, fuck, it went out of my head. But like movies where there's like an alien or a vampire or some shit and they can't eat real food. Mm-hmm. You know, I was actually like expecting that reaction, like him to just like swallow the food out of like being polite and then just be like, Oh God. <laughs> yeah. It comes out yeah, of his ear yeah, or some shit. You know, like, yeah, something just, that's how weird he was being. But she asks him like where he's from and he, and Michael Nuri says Seattle. And then he kind of says, I'm, you know, not from Seattle. And right. she says, Oh, where are you from? And he just points at the ceiling. <laughs> God damn it. And she's like, you're from up, up north? north? I I know people up north. And she's like, where are you from? And he says the name of his planet. Mm-hmm. And she's like, is that in the United is States? Is that the United States? And he's just like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. So then everyone goes to bed, including Kyle McLaughlin, who is just sleeping on a spare bed in their house. Um, But he's explained, like, so far he's explained to Michael Nori that this the the person they're chasing has killed his partner mm-hmm. and then at dinner he explains that not only did he did this person kill his partner he also killed his wife and his daughter right yes and and all of that came up because there was another equally awkward scene where they're michael nuri and his wife are tucking in their daughter mm-hmm. you know young daughter and then he's just standing in the doorway like i'm going to stare at your daughter yep yeah and then the daughter is just like will not speak to him yeah. just has this like you know yeah. I, I know you're bad. It's, it's like the it's like the cat that knows there's a ghost. It's, yes. She's just like, all right, there's something fucked up about yeah. this guy. The dog sees the ghost in yeah. the house. Um, and what triggers the weird dinner conversation? He's like, yeah. your daughter's special. <laughs> it's just like, you get the fuck out of my house <laughs> is what the reaction should have been. But they're just like, uh, oh, yeah. Do you have kids? Or- yeah. The kids are special. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. So then he drops the bomb. Of like, yeah. Yeah. My wife and kid are dead. Right. Along with my partner. Mm hmm. Anyway, good good meatloaf. Yeah. So anyway, they go to bed, and the the old man at the strip club goes backstage where Claudia Christian is finished with her show, and she's she's just like, no, show's over, get the fuck out. We we, we can't totally sleep on the Claudia Christian show because there's at least one thing that that bears mentioning mm-hmm. uh, during her her stripping when act. She starts to bear her unmentionables. Right. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Let's just say it's money. It's, Honey. A, it's the money shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I say this because she is wearing literally a, a dollar bill. Yeah. I mean, dollar bill. Bikini. Yeah, dollar bill. Bikini. Yeah. Yeah. For a stripper, it's really on the nose. <laughs> I mean, no, it's on it's her on vagina. Her, it's on her vagina. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true, yeah. But yeah, it's all chains. And I mean, then... like, it, it's so weird because like when it first happens, it was like, well, that's weird that you already have tips like before you've stripped oh oh that's actually your bikini yeah thing okay yeah huh mm-hmm. all right but yeah she it's... also has a ridiculous fake rack going on that is not her chest in any way shape or form that is augmented <laughs> in a really dumb way mm-hmm. you can go ahead and hit bing right now and, and yeah. verify that but um but anyway so yeah she's backstage she's just like get out of here the you know no mm-hmm. no show and yeah, he just grabs her and you know what's up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there was. Sorry. Hmm? There was a bit of trivia about her her, uh, her faked her rack. Yeah. yeah. Like they were they were upset that her rack wasn't racky enough. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Racky's not here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rack racky. Anyway, I'm sure her rack is fine, but for whatever it is. Um. Anyway. 
Confirmed by yeah. being. Somehow the cops know he's in there. Like before any of the screaming or anything. Because the, the Ferrari's outside. That's right. Okay. So yeah. They've, they've tracked the Ferrari. They yeah. know the Ferrari's there. So they think he's inside. They're outside waiting and they hear a scream and they go in. Well, they, they're they about to enter and like the one cop pops, pokes his head in the door and Claudia Christian is, he's like, oh, come on out, ma'am. And yeah. so Claudia Christian walks out wearing this red almost dress. Like it's it's got butt cleavage. Yeah, I mean it's like <laughs> it's like the dresses on upside down and backwards. <laughs> right. Well, the, yeah, that wouldn't be any better, Chuck. <laughs> I mean, well, reversed and upside down. Strike that, reverse it. So yeah, yeah uh, disproportional diagonally. <laughs> right. It's got a bunch of holes on the back, including uh, one that shows her yeah, butt cleavage. It has a yeah. plunging butt line. <laughs> it does very much so. Yeah. So anyway, the, the cops all head in there because they're screaming going on. She just walks out and there are a couple of just L.A. street people who are like, hey, I know you. You're that lady. One of, one of them has a Lamborghini jacket. Yeah. yeah this guy's like, hey, you, you, you like, like cars? Yeah. She, oh, goes, she tries to go over the yeah. over to the car and, and the, the cops are like, ma'am, uh, ma'am, <laughs> pu- please fuck off. <laughs> that's a that's a police car. It's, it's a crime matter. thing. Get away. They're screaming indoors. Just crime away. Yes. <laughs> Um, uh, and this fucking <laughs> sleaze bag's like, hey, you look like you a uh, kind of girl who likes a car, huh? I like, I got a sweet I ride got over here. I got a car. Look at this Lamborghini uh, jacket. It's all velour and embroidered and shit. <laughs> Come over to my car. <laughs> yeah, my Lincoln Town Car. <laughs> no, it's like a, it's it's, it's, a, an, it's, it's actually a pretty nice Cadillac, yeah. but um, it's but it's also lime green. Yeah, fuck yeah, it is. Yeah, it is sparkly lime green. Yeah, all right, yeah. Yeah, is that a good thing? Good. I don't know. It's pretty good. Yeah. But she fucks this dude to death. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Not exactly sure what takes place, but he she, dies. She finished like she's done and boots him out of the car. Yes, he and is he's both dead. finished and finished. Yes. And spent. He came and went. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I think like as nice as the car may look, all I could imagine was how that car smelled based on this guy. Having oh, yeah, owned it. for sure. Yeah, well, for especially sure. after this. Well, sure. <laughs> because an yeah. alien just fucked in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's specious. It was formerly yeah. a stripper, <laughs> now an alien, butt cleavage. <laughs> There's a lot going on there. There's a lot, a lot yeah. going on. He came in peace. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, she drives away. Mm-hmm. In, that, in the smelly lime green Cadillac. Yep. Uh, some... I'm not sure. How, okay, no. So Michael Nori and Kyle McLaughlin get a call, and they show up at the strip club, and immediately they're like, "Okay, who was in this room with her? Her? Okay, we have a, just so happen to have a glossy eight by ten of her right here. This is her. Let's go get her." So they are now on the lookout for. But then they find the body, and the coroner's like, "Dudes, what the fuck is going on? Like <laughs> everywhere you people are going, there's dead people." Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, now they know what car to look for, yes. and the two patrol officers stop the car and tell her to get out. And she gets out and just basically waggles her rack at them. And they're like, Oh God, going to be one of those nights. And then she just lights up the car. Well, also after she, uh, killed the guy (laughs) by fucking, Uh um, she, she sat in the car for a while and admired her assets. She did. She played with her rack. Yeah. Which, you know, that's what ladies do. They just sit around all day and play with their racks. Yeah. I know a thing or two. That's what I've heard. (laughs) Yes, the math checks out. (laughs) You don't even have to look it up. It's true. Totally true. You can trust us. Trust us. Bad movie. (laughs) We know the rest. We are 100% factual all the time. We know everything there is to know about 
women. We would not mm-hmm. lie to you. Three dudes. <laughs> <laughs> we would not lie to women about women, especially. That's absolutely true. But yes, she drives off. Um, yeah, she lights up the car. Yeah, she they, lights up the car, and then like they're in hot pursuit. Like uh, Nori and and McLaughlin. Yeah, they're right there. Yeah, are on in hot pursuit. They like pass by the car. It's like, well, I think we're going the right way. Yeah. Oh, look, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, they're and, like, well, this is obviously she was just here. Yeah. And so they do some shooting outside, you know, out the car. And once again, proving that Michael Norrie is not the shot that he seems to act like he is. No. Because he's just hitting the trunk and Kyle McLaughlin's like, why don't you try aiming for the tires? He's like, oh, really? <laughs> I was trying. Yeah. I, like, that's what I was he, doing. He's like, look, he, you alien he's shit. He's like an Abilene. He's yeah. just like, man, he just fucking sucks. And then he's like, well, let me try. Here, take the wheel. And he's like, yeah. what? <laughs> because the car careens out of, out of control wildly. Yeah. Did we even mention that he's driving around in a Porsche? He, a stolen, but a, he, stolen, a, yeah. a Porsche well, we he admits to have stolen. <laughs> he says that he's stolen it, yeah. but yeah. we're at the point where he's just an awkward weirdo, and he could be saying literally anything, but right. it's a nice champagne-ish Porsche 928. But I like also, it. by now, you know he's an alien, right. yes. and the other alien likes stealing fast cars, so obviously right. this one does too. Mm-hmm. That's all you gotta know. Oh, <laughs> What's that supposed to mean, Chuck? They're not from the same planet. They're, they're not from the same planet, but they both have the same tastes. However, all <laughs> aliens like stealing cars. Yes. This is a fact that this movie <laughs> That's why aliens come here. <laughs> All aliens I, come here to steal. I cars. cannot condone this xenophobia. Well, fine. Xenomorphobia. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, but yes, he's like, I'm going to lean out and do it, and makes <laughs> makes him grab the wheel, and then he manages to shoot the wheel. Kyle McLaughlin does. And, yep. So and her only car took him two shots. Crashes mm-hmm. into the Neptune mannequin factory. The Neptune, Neptune. <laughs> yes. Mannequin factory. Yep. And then there's a long stalking sequence through this place of just like trying to figure out where she is. And she just shows up on a catwalk. Yeah, I was going to say, it never pays out. It doesn't no. pay off like you think it's going to pay off. Like, you figure you know. she's hiding amongst the mannequins, E.T. style or in, something. In <laughs> fact, there's one like they go through the first room and it's like, OK, she's not in there. And then there's this music stinger when they walk in yeah. the next room because it is weird because there is like one mannequin that has hair on it yep. and a whole bunch of bald ones. Yep. And the shot the bald is, ones are in this. Yes, the bald ones. <laughs> Bald ones. Oh, there's one mannequin with lady hair and a bunch of bald mannequins next to it. And the music sneaker is like, and it's like, well, obviously, okay, it's the one with hair. Mm -hmm. It's not. No, it has nothing. It it just the music picks up for like literally no reason. The music goes rather intense in this section, actually. It is wild that this looks like it's just a mannequin factory Mm -hmm. in real life. Yeah. And they just crash through the front of it Mm -hmm. and then walk through the back of it like. L.A. man is fucking crazy. Yeah, especially back in nineteen was something something eighty seven. Yeah, when you could just yeah. crash in your car into a hey, building for the sake of your film, they could write it off as a, you know, hey, ma- total loss. Yeah, all <laughs> like, our mannequins hey, are dead. See what mannequin the movie did for mannequins. Also, and, a total and loss, we, and we can uh, <laughs> we can do that for you if you just let us crash through your storefront. Right, that's right. We can the Neptune Mannequin you. Company, but now world, world famous. Yeah, we're talking about it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. It we, worked. And we wouldn't lie to you. We're part of the fucking system here. <laughs> 31 years later, it's still on the tip of every podcast's tongue. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's now the last planet. <laughs> They're now sponsoring our show. It's weird. <laughs> oh, yeah. We forgot to do our ad. Yeah, for we it. should do our, our pre-roll yeah. for <laughs> the Neptune mannequins. Anyway, so they just come to a stop at some point and are just like, I don't know. And then she's just up on a catwalk with her gun. And just starts disintegrating mannequins. Shoots a little gun on the catwalk. Yeah. Meanwhile, they are lighting her up, and so it's a, it's an interesting thing throughout this movie that whenever the 
per- the the person that's possessed by the alien is getting shot, like they don't react to squibs at all. Mm-mm. That's got to go nope. against like every instinct you have as an actor when something explodes on your body. Yes, yeah. but I they're all so. real good at it to the point where like you're not even sure the squib went off sometimes. But they show she gets hit in both arms like five or six times, and then well, I mean, a, all right, a good squib doesn't hurt. No, but it's still something on your body near it that's, you know, I mean, it's still like even your instinct as an actor is supposed to go, oh, I've been shot. Right. But it, I mean, it's just I'm not saying they're, it's fascinating. No, I'm saying if, they're, if, if they're done right, all it is is a sound. And that's what makes you react. I know. I just I just think it's it's interesting how completely unfazed everyone reacts yeah. to squibs in the movie. Still, I mean, something exploding on you sure. would would yeah. probably make you flinch. Well, they probably like, have you ever had a squib go off on you before? No? Okay, well, we're going to do one. This is what it feels like. Yeah, I'm now, sure. Now don't react to any of the other ones. Right. Yes. But they all do a really good job. Yes, yes, they do. They do. Yeah, they and do. she gets shot in the same spot in the shoulder uh, like five times. She does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the same shot. And then they cut back to... It's the bloody part of the shoulder. <laughs> yeah. And oh, then the they... bloody part of the shoulder. <laughs> the bloody part of the shoulder. <laughs> and then they cut back to the wide shot of her and that shoulder is completely fine. They yeah. do that several times. Yeah. Put that in the goofs. Goofs. In the goofs. <laughs> Silly goofs. Goofs. Well, anyway, she, Gooferino. she fucks off to the roof and then they, <laughs> yes. they, they stalk her Tra-la-la. up there for the a while. Roof. This goes on for a while of them like running around and, you know, doing cop things around corners and stuff. And eventually she takes a shot at, uh, she um, shoots Michael Nuri yeah. in the shoulder who, and, and, which then propels him over the side of the building. Yeah. Hanging and, on by one arm. Yeah. His good arm. And luckily. then Kyle McLaughlin just lights her up, mm-hmm. just unloads and then reloads and lights her up some more. And she's over by a, like a big neon billboard sign. And he's 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 now drawn his alien gun. Mm-hmm. Like he has finished putting bullets into her and has drawn his alien gun. Like this is OK. Confirmation. This dude's a fucking alien. Like this is it. Yes. And he's waiting for this thing to come out of her because she's her neck is starting to bubble and do weird yeah. shit. And she's just like, oh, no, this is yeah, I'll, I'll see you in hell. Yeah, not, that's not what she says. No, but might but as well be. yeah, so she just turns around and jumps through the billboard mm-hmm. down to the ground. And he's like, ah, shit. So he has to go get Michael Nuri, who was just dangling on the side of the building. <laughs> oh, he'd pulled himself up at this point because he, he he saw this whole like you shot her a bunch of times. And what the fuck was that silver right. thing? Because he kind of like after the shit settles down, he's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Is that who the fuck are you? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, does that kind of reaction. Yeah. But so all the cop buddies are showing up and one guy pulls up his station wagon right next it's, to the dead body. It's the chief. It's the guy that was like... It's the lieutenant, not, well, the, well, not the captain. Yeah, it's the lieutenant who yeah. was like, if you take him off this team to right. go have this detail, yeah. dogs and cats, mass hysteria. Mm-hmm. You know. So he shows up in a station wagon wearing his jammies mm-hmm. and brought the family dog with him. For and the family reason. dog runs right over to the body like, hey, check this out. <laughs> and then, of course, you hear dog yelp. And then you're like, okay, yeah. things in the fucking dog now. <laughs> Great. And it sure is because like the as Cobb McLaughlin and Michael Nurry walk by, the dog is like Rrr. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Giving him the business. Yeah. <laughs> and, a fifteen yard penalty yeah. for that. And Cobb McLaughlin's like, it's not here. Mm-hmm. And who's been around the body? And they're like, Nobody, no one has. And you just see the lieutenant take his dog and go home. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then he's just angry, and this is when Michael Nuri has like the whole like, yeah. all right, what the fuck? Who are you? What mm-hmm. is it? And he actually tells uh, his partner, he's like uh, Willis or whatever. He's like, arrest him, book him. Yeah. I, I don't even know on what yet, but not, well, he keeps asking him like, you need to tell me what's going on. And he's like, it's not going to help you. 
He's like, no, fine, whatever. You need to tell me what's going on. He's like, it's not going to help you. Right. So that's, yeah, he's like, arrest this motherfucker. Yeah. Which we, and then there's a brief shot where the lieutenant's at home and he's going for a midnight snack and the dog, the best thing about this is the setup shot is the dog is sitting like, I guess in like the spare bedroom. Yep. Just sitting at uh, like a vanity. Because all of the all of the possessed well, uh, people have had shots where they're staring at themselves in a right. mirror. Like, I guess, getting to know themselves. Yeah. But, yeah. but this is just the dog. dog straight up just sitting and staring at itself in a mirror, which it's such a great shot. If you've ever tried to get a dog to do that, holy shit, they can't do it. But this one in particular is just like, this is the best. <laughs> this is so good. I will forgive you for putting this dog in peril if you're about to do all great dog alien things. Because yeah, the lieutenant comes down and is like, ooh, midnight snack, which is an apple. Like, if you look at this guy, it's like, you're not, you don't eat apples His at midnight. His whole fridge is like chicken wings and uh, half-eaten ham and just all sorts of shit. And he picks out an apple. And as soon as he bites into it. He's probably about it, to dip it in honey and whipped cream and <laughs> peanut butter and... Yeah. chocolate yeah but as soon as you didn't he bites see the chocolate it, fountain be- yeah, right yeah <laughs> he bites into this apple and like through literally through the kitchen door the dog explodes mm-hmm. and and i mean the dog doesn't explode the dog explodes <laughs> through the kitchen door correct yes, yes. sorry slams this guy into the fridge which kind of knocks him out and his blood bloody apple is dripping out of his bloody apple (laughs) (laughs) pouring out of his mouth and then the dog just kind of growls at his face and then you're like okay now it's in that guy so yeah um so like the cops have brought michael nuri like all the stuff that was in comic lachlan's possession he's like here's the space gun he's just like i don't know what the fuck this thing is take it to the lab Mm -hmm. and then the nerdy guy comes in he's like i did that research you wanted me to do uh comic lachlan's character actually is dead and uh, here's a picture of his buddy. Yeah. Lloyd, Guess what? FBI agent Lloyd Gallagher was presumed dead in a forest fire. Fire. Forest, forest fire. fire because he and his buddy, whatever the guy's name was. Yeah. Uh, Rogers. Yeah. Jim Stone. Something like that. <laughs> um, you know, perished because they were hunting in this when the big forest fire broke yeah. out. In, in Which I'm guessing Washington. is when the UFO crashed. Probably. Like, that's the assumption you can make. Sure. But yeah. And then he's like, yeah, he, he must have taken over his, his friend's identity. Yeah. And he's been living a lie. Yep. We got him. So they bring Kyle McLaughlin in, and Michael Norrie's like, you need to tell me what's going on. And he's like, well, okay. I've been chasing this alien. <laughs> yeah, it hops from body to body. Yeah. And Michael Norrie's like, no, no. <laughs> it's a spaceman, really? He's like, yeah, and totally. He's, he doesn't like come out and basically go like, yeah, I'm an alien, too. No, not But yet. he says something like, you're, you're, you're people or your planet yes. or something like that. And he's just like, you know. I, I bet being cop didn't prepare you for this kind of yeah. shit, did it? And he goes, actually, it did. And then yeah. it, there's this nice match cut of just like <laughs> him sitting, like it's it's like the literal same shot of him sitting in the chair yep. to him standing behind bars, and then yeah, he's like, yeah, we'll try this again later. Yeah, <laughs> you're not full of shit. But he also had explained to Mike Nori, he's like, that thing's going to be coming here now. It knows I'm here, and it's going to want me dead, so it can just do whatever the hell it wants. Yep. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh. Keep in mind, Michael Nuri was shot in the shoulder like he is just he's just walking around with that, you know, that cool cop thing where you just like take your arm out of your jacket. Mm-hmm. That means you got shot that day. Yeah. No big deal. He goes home to his wife. Look, Get- you, you guys might know about racks and stuff, but that's absolutely true of cops. <laughs> if you are shot in the shoulder, all you have to do is <laughs> take your arm yeah. out of your sport yes. coat and you will be fine. That's right. That's yeah, what you do. Sport coats are the most that is like bullet wound with a sport coat. Most uncomfortable thing in the world. Yeah. But you take it right out. Also, if you're wearing a sport coat, when you get a small bullet wound mm-hmm. like that, 
you're 100% going to be fine <laughs> as soon as necessary. Yeah, the other problem with that is like when the air hits it uh-huh. directly through the bullet hole right. on the same coat. Yeah. Ooh, that Oof. stings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you take your shoulder out. Right. Keep right. it covered. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, he's been shot in the shoulder and uh, it never is an issue again. <laughs> he just goes home and then like gets a phone call an hour later and is just like, all right, I'm coming back in. Because um, he just comes back to work the next day. Oh, no, I don't think he ever went home after being shot. He no, called, he did. He, he totally did. Are you sure? Because yeah, his just wife got... came out and hugged him while he still had the cool. Yes. I think that was after it was all over. No, wasn't he, it? Okay. he put him in jail and he said, I'm yeah, out of here. You're, he right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah, it couldn't have been because well, what's about to happen. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. So he comes back the next day and uh, Lieutenant has shown up. Lieutenant is now the alien. Um, yeah, and everyone's like, hey, Lieutenant. And he just passes yeah. right by. He's like, I yeah, thought he was he's just, you know, doing the thing where you just shoulder block people. It's just like, mm-hmm. hey, what's, what's the deal with you? Meanwhile, in the lab, the the scientist, the police scientist is like, hey, cool, space gun. They should have just said ballistics lab, because that's always in there was guns. This was literally just a ballistics lab. I know. But he just picks it up and shoots the wall, which explodes, and the the evil alien is like, oh, okay. It doesn't directly, like, okay, so it shoots out, like, the glow. It does. It, it shoots, shoots out this glow. yellow beam, yep. and then it, like, it ignites the wall for a little bit, and, like, thinks about it, and then it's like, boom. Yeah. Because... As it was making that noise, the lieutenant was like, I know that noise. And mm-hmm. Kyle McLaughlin's like, I know that noise. And then it explodes and everything goes crazy. Yep. So, so lieutenant guy busts in there and is like, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. I'll take this shotgun or whatever. And I'll take a hand grenade. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, man. No, it wasn't a shotgun. It was like some side loading. Like, yeah. It looked like a Sten oh, almost. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but, Sterling? Yeah. I think. I, yeah, yeah. Some yeah. sort of like side loading thing, but funky gun. But mm-hmm. anyway, but yeah, he's just like, I'll take that and. Uh, at this point, like, Nuri is back and is like, hey, he, watch he, out for the lieutenant. You know? No, not yet. He 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 stumbles into him in the hallway and the mm-hmm. dude and the lieutenant is like, oh, I, shot I already you shot once. you once. Can't wait to do it again. Now take me to Kyle McLaughlin. Mm-hmm. And so he's kind of leading him through the the police station at gunpoint. And all the other cops are notice this and they're like, oh, shit, something's up. So. They're kind of like hut hut hutting behind them as they're walking down the hall, and yeah, he managed to get a little bit of separation, and they just light the lieutenant up. Yeah, so they shoot him a bunch, and he goes down, and Michael Nuri uh, gets away and mm-hmm. run. He's like goes over to where the the jail cells are to mm-hmm. get Kyle McLaughlin, and meanwhile, like the the one of the detectives leans over the lieutenant who's down, and that dude shoots him in the dick. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Straight up crotch shots. <laughs> just... Even before that, I, I like the, the I like the reaction that they give. When they're like heat of the moment, they were just like blam, 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 and then like it's over. It's like holy shit, we just <laughs> shot the lieutenant. But yeah, he yeah. leans over to kind of check on him and gets gets shot in the dick for his trouble. Yep. So, so Michael Nuri goes over to the jails. And well, none of that. He he grabs he grabbed a dude, random dude in the hallway's gun. He's like, give me your gun. Oh, he's <laughs> like, what are you talking about? He's like, give, give me your gun. gun. <laughs> yeah. And they aimed it at the guy. He's like, all right, bye. Yeah. Also, tell everyone that you know, watch out. has yeah. gone crazy and is going to murder everybody. Yeah. But so, yes, he goes to the to the lockup and then it's like, you need to let me in. And you're like, well, you're going to have to check your gun. He's like, let me the fuck in yeah. now and points the gun. And he's like, OK, yeah, yeah. Well, fine. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Uh, also, at one point, uh, one of the two <laughs> Pam Castellums peeks his head out into the hallway to see what's going on. Ran- random cop. Yeah. 
Branscombe cop. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Branscombe Richmond uh, pops in and basically goes, hey, what's up? And then like gets shot like, immediately. <laughs> dressed dead. as a patrolman, clean cut. Like, this is probably the most heroic character he's ever been in a movie. And it's just like, hey, guys, <laughs> blam. <laughs> and he's dead. I so. <laughs> um, so anyway, Michael Nuri goes and gets comic Lachlan. And it's just like, he's here now, right? Mm-hmm. All right, let's 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 do this. So as they're starting to leave, the evil alien lieutenant is there shooting at them, um, eventually with a rocket launcher. Yeah, okay. So he he kind of grabs Kyle McLaughlin and like lets him out. Yep. And he's like, there, there's a point where he hands him the, the, the alien gun. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're going to need this. And like and and the the best thing about this shot is like they're kind of talking like you're gonna need this you know okay I, I kind of believe you now, um, and is this when he says like why didn't you use the because there there's at some point where he's like why didn't you use this alien gun when you had a chance before, yeah. and he's like because the the I have to get him between bodies because right. watch and he he just straight up shoots Michael Nuri and he glows for a minute <laughs> and he's like it doesn't work on your DNA yeah. like it it won't harm it humans doesn't hurt human flesh wrong yeah. composition yeah wrong says. composition or whatever and Michael Michael Nuri's just like whoa that tingles yeah for a second and yeah. then but like alien dude is down the hallway and just like turns forty five degrees with a rocket launcher just like bye yeah <laughs> well he walks in he's that's even funnier he's like he just goes they don't know he's there he yeah. just goes bye and then like. <laughs> Something happens like, like Calvin Glockin shoots him in the head. Oh, that's what it yeah, he shoots him <laughs> yes. in the head and it makes him turn just slightly so that it launches down the hall and blows up the end of the hall. Right. But even before that, we have to mention the other Banff Castellum was right before this. <laughs> Danny Trejo is in one of these cells down at the end of the hall. Yep. Danny Trejoing. Yeah. And this dude walks in to which he says uh, yo, hippie, what kind of dude are you? Yeah. <laughs> and then Amelia gets shot for saying those words yes. to this guy. Yes. Because this guy's just got a murder boner for everything. Yeah. He, no consequences. Danny. He didn't give a shit. Yeah. But yes, he goes, bye, and then gets shot in the head, turns, blows <laughs> up the go? end of the, bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then shoot, shoots, you know, blows up the end of the hallway. So they just kind of sort of run away from him, and they're like, yeah. we're going to fight you in different places or something. I don't know. Yep. But so, yeah. Uh, evil alien gets away. They're chasing him. They get to the dude's office, see him on the floor. They see the nerdy guy standing over him, and they're like, "Did you touch him?" Yeah. So like, no, I just got and here. Kyle McLaughlin immediately is like, "No, it's not him." Yeah. And he's like, "But Willis was in here. You went down in the hall to get medical attention." And they're like, "Oh shit, not Willis. It's Willis." So it's Michael Nori's partner. Yeah. And he's gone. Like he's he left the building. So like. This is kind of like a weird, like, you feel like this is going to be the end of the of the movie, but it's not. No. Um, because you also, you also feel like this next scene is going to be the end of the movie, and it's not either. <laughs> because, so, Willis, now the evil alien, is going to where the senator is giving his big presidential announcement campaign thing. Sure. He's, he's just fixated. He's like, I'm going to be that guy. I'm just going to be that guy. And he mentioned at one point, he's just like... That's yeah, the who, guy who is the man that claps. Everybody claps for. Yeah. So he just he just wants to be this guy. So it's some hotel or, or something that they go to. And Willis gets in by just, you know, like, I'm a cop. And they're like, OK, come on in. So Michael Nury and Kyle McLaughlin show up and they also say we are cops, although the cops are mm, sort of mm, like, no, Michael Nury was not in the scene. Michael Nury got that's what that's what allowed him to get away is when they cornered him when he was uh, no, no, looked, he gets shot here. Uh, he gets shot in the, in this scene. 
I don't think so. Yeah, because it's you're thinking of the next scene that doesn't have Michael Nury in it. That's the press conference. The aftermath. Oh, fuck, press yeah, you're conference. right. Okay, Jesus, yeah, it's yeah. confusing. This is just this is just all the cops have descended yeah, on this yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I've Michael Nury yeah. and Kyle McLaughlin come in and they're like, yeah. someone's here to assassinate the senator." So all the security dudes take the senator and put him into right. just a, a storage room. Well, he doesn't have like full on Secret Service yet, so they've got he's got super rude dudes. You're like, yeah. get the fuck against the wall. Yeah, <laughs> you will stay in here and you will fucking like it, sir. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> but so. Willis is just going around murdering every cop that dare because all the cops are doing is just popping out from behind something and going freeze and then they get murdered or they shoot him once, which does nothing. Right. And yeah. Yeah. So he's just absorbing shots and they aren't doing anything. Right. Uh, Along the way, Michael Nury unloads his gun into him, which doesn't stop him. And then he just stands there and puts his hands up like, sorry, bro. Well, He just he just (laughs) he did the whole click thing like, ah, shit. And then and then he gets two in the stomach. Yep. So. Kyle McLaughlin comes in and is just like, oh, no, this is terrible. And then the chief comes in and is just like, oh, no, this is terrible. Call for backup. And so that happens. And then yeah, this is what allows Willis alien to get into the closet area where they're hiding the senator. Yes. And then they get into that room. Willis is dead on the ground. Yeah. All the security guys are marching out the senator, which it, it's kind of weird because there's there's another person you might recognize in this. The senator's aide is Lynn Shea. Yes. Who has been in a million things. But mm-hmm. um there's a shot where like okay so it, it's strange like they've got him in this like storage closet thing but then it has like another little tiny closet in it yeah so like the not secret service dudes get taken out right away mm-hmm. he throws Lynche into this other small closet yeah and then like there's this shot where it's like she looks like she could see what's going on like him getting you know alien spider slugs possessed yeah but that never comes up like well the original ending for this was different in okay. that it was just the dude got away as the senator. Oh, so maybe that was like the weird ending was that she. Yeah, I mean, because they even do a shot from like her perspective yeah. where it's like, oh, I'm going to see this. And I'm it's horrible. See this and I'm, gonna, I'm going to expose yeah. that. Hey, it's a he's got a weird spider alien yeah. thing. in it. But instead, they do nothing with that. So Michael Nuri's down. He's been taken to the hospital and then it just cuts to this other location, which is after all this has happened and it's it's a different press conference to where they're just basically explaining like what happened like what are the events yeah, why like, did willis try to kill you chief get up here and explain what's going on yeah we don't and have then, a motive or anything yeah but he like when they were carting uh michael nori away mm-hmm. he was he said to like uh kyle mclaughlin he was like did we get him he's like yeah we, yeah buddy yeah we we got him we got him and then they throw him in the ambulance and then he's just like he's got this determined look on his face and yeah yeah so he loads up like a, a bowling bag He's got a bowling. red like duffel bag. Yeah, well, it's like a bowling ball bag. It's a weird shaped little thing, but like yeah. he's got it loaded up with guns, and then he's just like, no, huh? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So he's got it loaded up with with a one gun, specific a item. Yes. So like you see him walk into this place, and there are guards out there, and he shows the FBI badge, and they're like, okay, what's in the what's in the bag? And he's like, oh, uh, don't worry, sure you head about it. Yeah, um, and then he just kind of elbows one in the stomach and tries to blow past them, to which like everybody just. The rest of the scene is pretty much in slow motion. He's running towards the stage, trying to open this bag while people are just pumping bullets into him. They're, they're mostly missing. It's it's not to like, like, there's a lot of like seasoned looking cops and yeah. they're all missing. And there's like one doofy looking rookie cop <laughs> right. who is the first one. That I, I just was paying attention to this one yeah. doofy looking rookie cop is the first one that actually hits him. Yep. Like just in the arm or whatever. But it, He gets hit in like both shoulders and that's kind of it. Yes. Um. 
but he gets all the way to the stage and has finally wrestled out of the bag what he was trying to get, which is the flamethrower they set up earlier, and he just lights the dude up. Just uh, classic Chekhov's flamethrower. <laughs> yes. Lights the senator on fire, and everyone is just watching this, like, dear God, what are we witnessing? And then so the the flaming charred body of the senator hits the stage its mouth opens and the alien bug comes out of it. To which they have like they have to have like one reporter later just go, What's that? Look like, <laughs> It's like, oh what? Yeah, so we weren't paying attention to the flaming corpse yeah. on the stage before you pointed it right. out. No one was looking no. dead ahead at the center to bring roasted like a marshmallow. <laughs> so then Comic Lockham pulls out laser gun and and just laser blasts this thing which explodes with like a Millennium Falcon sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> And then that's kind of it mm-hmm. as like every dude with a gun in the building just surrounds Kyle McLaughlin. And that's kind of the end of that scene. But everyone is kind of staring ahead incredulously like the fuck just happened. How do we report that? <laughs> this man came in, burned the senator to death, and then a bug came out of him and he shot him with a laser gun. <laughs> I, I think you're right that. Uh, yeah, I mean. I mean, this is going to change Pretty simple. everything. I mean, case closed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um. So then we just cut to the hospital. Hospital. Yeah. Michael Nuri is is dying. Basically dying. A silent doctor is consoling his wife. <laughs> it's weird. Like, at first you're like, okay, this guy's not getting, doesn't have a sad card and isn't about to get it. Yeah. Because. <laughs> She's just like leaning over his her husband, and then he's like right, like way too close behind her, yeah. and then just kind of grabs her by the shoulders, like. And I was kind of joking, like, "Get the fuck out of here, lady! We got to do doctoring shit." Yeah, and then like leads her all the way out to the hallway to where there's some other lady. I don't know if it's her mother or whatever Taking with, care with of her the daughter. Child, yeah, yeah, and they're like, he's still not saying anything, but just standing uncomfortably close. Yep, it's like get away from them, extra. <laughs> what are you doing? But so Kyle McLaughlin is in the room across the hall, comes in and he's, you know, he's in bad shape, too. And he goes over to Michael Nuri and opens up his mouth and takes off his oxygen mask and just. He, well, he, well, he waits for him to, like, beep out. You know, he, he is flatlining. <laughs> beep out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, man, that's what we say in the biz, man. Yes. Code that beep out. 100 percent true. <laughs> he's yeah. peeping out in here, Tucker. Yeah, beep out. Shit, man. Are you censoring yourself or is that a technical term? <laughs> He's he fucks out. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he keefers out. <laughs> or Julie Roberts or whatever other person in Flatliners you want to be. The Oliver Platt. Uh, Ellen Pages, <laughs> if you want to go with a new one. I, you know, I don't know what your fancy is. <laughs> but, yeah. He dies. Yeah. <laughs> His heart seizes. That's so on the nose. I don't like it. <laughs> that's that's too, way to the point. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I sh- I should know better. I am the obfuscated on the live stream. I should understand this. He <sighs> some things does he <laughs> perhaps yeah. one may never know yeah. what actually has. Oh happened. Oh my god, he's and, fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> but Kyle McLaughlin, as you said, Green miles him. Yep. Because apparently unlike you know crazy space slug spider thing they're entities based in light different he's race. a healing ish dude i don't know no, no, no this, just, is, this is his life force like he is dead this is the this. alien inside of him is just a glowing glow yeah is it yep yeah because he's, he's straight up dead and then and the final shot is like they walk in kyle mclaughlin's dead the mother's like oh dear god get the kid out of here yeah 
but they don't because then they're like, come over well, and see Michael your dad. Murray wakes well, up. Because he wakes up and they're like, oh, bring the kid over here. And yeah. she's just like, immediately like, nope, he's the alien. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But then they hold hands. They awkwardly hold hands. Yeah. And she sees he part. has some alien in him perhaps now. Yes. I, don't, mm. I don't know. I haven't seen the hidden two, so I don't know if he's the alien now. He's just straight up the alien, isn't he? Yeah. Michael Nuri died and now he is Kyle McLaughlin. <laughs> okay. So. He's going to fuck that dude's wife. <laughs> <laughs> with the glow. <laughs> yes, with the glow. <laughs> and then the movie ends with yeah. a song Starman Me Kitten. titled The Hidden, but doesn't describe anything no, it doesn't. about the movie. Yeah. So does not count as a Stargrove. Sorry. But yeah, we should rate this. All right. Who wants to rate it? You do. Do I? Yeah, well, you have previous experience, so... I've seen this before. Right, exactly. You're ready. You're more prepared to give a rating. I, I watched this. This was a... When this came out on video, I watched it a million times. Okay. Uh, but I probably haven't seen it in 20 years. Hmm. So it was one of those that I was worried about. Like, sure. is this going to hold up? I think for the most part it does. Uh, I think I can give it four jocks. I think it's a... I think it's a well-made movie that never got its due. It just, it was a, it was a cult classic forever, but it just never became like a thing like, man, the hidden, holy shit. The, my only real problem with it is that there's not, there's not any one thing you can point to and go, oh my God, that like there's awesome stunts in it and squibs all over the place and a million people get shot and just, it's got a bunch of all the stuff that we really like, but there's not one there's not one thing in it, this outstanding, like, oh, my God, when that happened, that's amazing. Like, I like the ending. I like how he comes in with the flamethrower and, and that's how it ends and all that. I like that. It just there's not one thing in it that were just makes me go, oh, man, fuck. Yeah. So four jocks. So, so close. Yeah. But it's really great. I mean, it's a well-made B movie. Yeah. Uh. I'm not going to go quite as high. I'm going to I'm only going to give it 3 and my reasoning is I don't love the ending. I mean, I think like the stuff leading up to the ending, it, but it kind of it kind of returned to the kings a little bit because it's like <laughs> where's your actual ending? Right. It, it feels like four four different things could have been your ending to this movie. Yeah. Um the terminator bit in the police station, I feel like should have been the finale of this movie. I feel like it does seem like it's wrapping up two or three times. Yeah, I just I, I just feel like you could have done something way cooler with like that rocket launcher. I mean, I know you wouldn't bring the flamethrower back, but like that rocket launcher should have just like blown himself up or something. Yeah. It would have been really cool. But and the second act just kind of drags. I mean, like other than the bit like where Claudia Christian's in this movie for like 10 minutes, you know, it's, it's like 10 minutes. Yeah, I'm just saying like it's that's interesting. But there's there's a large section of the second act that I feel like just drags a bit. Um, the beginning's fantastic. It has moments of, of being fantastic. And mm-hmm. I, I very much dig the aesthetic this movie has. Um, not only the time period of LA, but like eighties film stock and yeah. actually some decent, interesting camera work going on for, a ostensibly a B movie, if mm-hmm. you will. Mm-hmm. Um, at least in plot. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just, it, it's, I feel like it, it just needs some punching up. That's all. Like, I feel like it's really close to being something like when this movie started, I was like, holy fuck, how did I never see this? This seems like a thing I would have watched a bunch of times. Right. By the time it was over, I was like, eh, all right. It waned a little bit yeah. from my, you know, high feelings early on, but it's still good. 
this one's a little weird. Um, it's it's actually pretty good. Like, I it's a serious movie that does what it sort of sets out to do and doesn't make any huge mistakes. It could have ended a few times, but the way it ended up was kind of okay. I liked, I really liked the, you know, switching bodies a few times thing. Um, the effects were pretty good. I mean, except for the laser gun effect, that was kind of shitty, but it was, it was difficult it was to do that on shitty. a budget <laughs> in, in 1987. And they only did it three times. So it wasn't like it was pervasive. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It feels weird rating this on our scale to me. Like if if I have to, and I do because it's what we do, mm-hmm. um, I guess I would put it at three jocks because it doesn't have that sort of, you know, punchy awesomeness that we want out of a high jocks movie. It's not quippy. Yeah, it's not. Not really. Um, but it's pretty good. Like it's it's well made. There aren't any huge problems with it strange it's it's odd like um there are a lot of things i like like cal mclaughlin being fucking weird and everybody that plays the other alien just being weird in their own way being edgary in their own way right uh is pretty great uh even the dog being kind of you know the dog acting is is good uh like but even the dog when it's when it's alienified being just a little bit strange and a little bit growly is is pretty cool. There are nice touches like that in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, 80s LA is wild to see. Um, like, it just looks, it looks like, um, what was it, San Andreas? GTA San Andreas that was set in the 80s? Yeah. It looks... Well, that was more 90s. No. Yeah. That was like early I, 90s. That's right, early 90s. What's kind of hip-hop, yeah. Yeah. Close enough. Um it kind of reminded me of that a lot just, you know, because I have a strong stamp of San Andreas in my brain. Um, but I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm confused how this one made it onto our radar as a movie that we should, that we should cover. I'm glad we did because I'm glad I saw it, but it, it feels almost aside from the fact that it's kind of a, a strange sci-fi thing. Um, it really doesn't feel like our kind of movie, but I hope people watch it. I hope people like listen to the show and go, oh yeah, that sounds pretty fucking good. I should watch it because it's good yeah. and it's on Blu-ray and the transfer looks great. Yeah. Like it, it really does look nice. Like it's not one of those, you know, <laughs> things we run into where we're like, oh man, we got a Blu-ray. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I, I would say, all right, it's to me, it's one of those things. It's, it's almost like you take a lot of Brian De Palma movies just for as an example and you write down the plot and it's like well that's trashy B movie mm-hmm. but then you have someone that's like good at making them yeah. and it's like well no that transcends it I'm not saying there's there's not much about this that's De Palma-esque other than elevating something that on paper is like okay that's fucking stupid yeah. you know that most yeah. people would say that's very much a B movie just this person decided to make a pretty good movie out of a B movie plot I, I think I kind of approached it with the same thinking that I had with Ricochet was that I think it's a good movie, but I also think maybe it goes batshit insane at some point and just gets ridiculous. 
And while Ricochet did do that, this one didn't. This one just stayed consistent throughout. So wasn't exactly sure. But it, it's a movie that needs its praises sung. Mm-hmm. For sure. So. For sure. And, and I thought we could yeah. go for some shooting and, and some Claudia Christian yeah. strippings and, <laughs> and such after last week's movie. So. Claudia Christian doesn't do a whole lot in this movie. I mean, no. she's... I, I do enjoy her Edgaring. You know, it's it's kind of fun to watch her be weird. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah, yeah she's not in it much, yeah. and she's basically the female lead of the movie. It's weird. Pretty much, <laughs> she's she was billed pretty high, wasn't she? Yeah, she, she was like third build. Yeah, third build. I mean, get yours, girl. <laughs> right. Get your money. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, let's take a break, shall we? Welcome back. Hey, second hey. half. Oh, Ooh. half number two. Yeah. Um. So we may be bad movie fiends, but we've been bad movie watchers lately. As um, in bad at watching movies. Yeah, we've been bad at it. But we have been watching some TV. So if you'll indulge us, mm-hmm. we're going to do a little TV talk, a little uh-huh. TV corner. TV corner. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Okay. I, I guess I'll start because I have two. St- I have two shows to talk about so I will talk about one and then you know let you, let you guys talk about something else okay uh, I, I basically just to set up I, I've watched two shows that I feel are much better than they have any right to be mm-hmm. um, I'll do them kind of in terms of like what is more uh, well known and important uh, start off I will talk about Cobra Kai Cobra Kai I have been decided to watch Cobra Kai the YouTube red original series mm-hmm. which almost gives me a brain aneurysm when i put all those words together however you're the only person i've heard of actually watch a youtube red series well congratulations it's yeah the only youtube red series. yeah i mean everything else is just what they were doing that they decided to throw on youtube red instead right mm-hmm. um it's really fucking good like i'm i am downright shocked at how good this series is like when it started, I just, all right, you know how, you know, people complain about that, like, Netflix shows have that Netflix look? Yep. You know, there's just that, like, oh, this is green screen and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, this thing that people are like, oh, Netflix shows. I hate the way they look. I just had this picture in my head of what little bit of the quote unquote inner circle of YouTubers look like. We watched Dance Camp or whatever the fuck that YouTube original movie was. Dance Camp. And it just has that YouTube look. Mm hmm. And I was fully expecting this to be uncomfortable and hard to watch because it was going to have that YouTube look. It doesn't. Like I, I'm happy to report, it does not. It looks like a real show. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's hard to explain because it's like you know, it's PG thirteen esque, bordering on some harder stuff from time to time, which is a little strange, just given the history of Karate Kid. But I mean, it also kind of makes sense because. We're all old now. We're all old now. <laughs> but I mean, but this, this, I feel like this show works on multiple levels because, like, I feel like it works for people that grew up watching, you know, The Karate Kid, like people our age, and it works for younger kids too. I mean, it, it's just, I think it's like a, 
I haven't watched the entire series yet. I'm I'm a little bit more than halfway through, mm-hmm. but it just it feels like it works on multiple levels. Um, first off, I mean, obviously we're not prudish people. I'm just saying, from a series of movies that were very PG, you know, it it's it's a little weird that they went pretty hard into the PG thirteen realm. If like I said, if not from time to time harder, right? Um, but it's it's really good. I I mean, I don't I don't want to give too much away because. It's the other thing. All right. So the other the other thing I was super fearful about is I'm not saying either of them are quote unquote has been actors, but I mean you have two actors in this that are mostly iconically known for this this movie or sure. movies. You know, I mean Ralph Macchio had done some other thing and, and has done some other things, but it's like the credit kid is so iconic. It's like at this point, yeah. It's it's like it's. You know, he fell into like the Mark Hamill syndrome, where it's like Mark Hamill had to go into voice acting because no, nobody could ever watch him anything while they're going, "Hey, it's Luke Skywalker. What are you gonna do, Luke? Use the fucking force." Okay, you know, like I mean, you know, yeah. the dude was doomed. It was so iconic. It was like you can't, you can barely play anything else, right? Because no one will cast you because it's like they're just gonna know it's Luke Skywalker. Um, they're really good. Like they're both like really fucking good at it. Like hmm. acting, you know, like especially William Zabka, who's really kind of the main character of this one. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just I'm hella impressed by this show, and I, you know I, I I will report back when I've watched it all. But like I am just loving it. And there was one moment that was like literally engaged the fuck yeah like adrenaline thing of like yes you know just like <laughs> there was like the, there was a great fucking training montage in one episode, and then there was some like an ass kicking scenario, and I was like I am so in when the ass kicking began, and I was like ass kicking yeah, scenario yeah. So I, if you haven't watched it, if you've like overlooked it, if you want to binge watch it, give YouTube Red a trial, I'm just suggesting find a way to watch this. Like you may have just slept on it and been like, that's stupid. If you like the Karate Kid at all, you need to watch this show. If you kind of like the Karate Kid, you might like this show. I think the first two are free. Like you don't have to sign up to get the first two. Give it a try. If like, if you think I'm crazy, then don't watch any more of it. I will say, and this is not, I'm, I'm not in any way endorsing getting YouTube read, I feel like the show has only gotten better. Like it, it started and I was like, I don't know where this is going. I, you know, I'm not sure I'm, I'm with this, but like by episode three or four, mm-hmm. I was very much in and I actually thought about depriving myself of sleep to watch the rest of it. So hmm. I, I'm just, I'm very much digging it. And I, like I said, I could not have been more like, eh, I don't know about this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, well, I have a lot less to say about this one, so I'll I'll just, I'll get out of the way. Um, This one isn't brand new. Um, This is, I'd watched the first season, and again, this is another weird internet-only streamy thing. Um, (laughs) I don't even know where the fuck this is actually supposed to be shown. It's one of those, like, where the fuck did you put this? I want to say it's a Vimeo paid thing. Like, I didn't know there was, like, I don't know if you just buy it on Vimeo. I don't think they have a subscription. Anyway, the show is Conmen. The... Alan Tudyk and Nathan oh, Fillion yeah, right. crowdsourced Kickstarter yes. thing. Um, I watched the first season because, you know, they took a long break between making two seasons. I don't know if it's coming back. I mean, IMDb listed as like done after mm-hmm. season two. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel done. Like it feels like there should be more, but I don't know what happened behind the scenes or whatever. Um, the first season was very much inside baseball jokes. Right. It was like, you need to have gone to cons and met weird con people and be, at least aware of 
the Star Treks and the Fireflies and all the things that have, you know, large... The Star Treks. You know, I'm saying, like, you need to be aware of this stuff that has the, the loyal fan followings. Because the first one was much more like, eh, we, we shot this around our actual con schedule, getting guest stars that right. would show up at cons. I mean, it has a very much a, like, we just did this on the fly fan project kind of thing. The second season, if, if you ever gave it a try, the second season's weird because, like, I feel like it goes in the direction of being an actual show. Like it, it suddenly becomes more like a Curb Your Enthusiasm, Seinfeld, you know, Arrested Development kind of like series of complications and people being shit on, but like also being shitty. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it, it, it seems like it strips away from like the super inside baseballness of it to be more like a real show. Um, because I, I really liked season two, and I'm going to be sad if they don't do any more because I feel like the show was finally getting its legs. Like the first season. Uh, like a Star Trek, it was like, eh, we don't really know what we're doing. And then the second season is like, all right, we have an idea. Let's let's go forward. And and I was really liking what they were doing the second season. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, the second season has some really fantastically weird episodes. I mean, it still has random, strange cameos of people that go to cons all the time, including, not to spoil too much of a joke, but there is a point where Lou Ferrigno has decided that he wants to put on a musical version of, of Mice and Men called I'm with stupid <laughs> yeah and then that's, and that's then you, and then, joke. I like that. and then you get to watch part of it <laughs> happen huh, okay um, yeah it's pretty good but yeah I huh. like I said I don't know again I mean full disclosure I am a big giant nerd I have been to conventions you know I was prepared my body You're was a prepared size nerd okay my, my body was prepared for this show you know like i I am going to get your references. I'm, you know, I'm going to recognize all the people that go unnamed and walk by and go, hey, I'm so and so. Like, uh-huh. so yeah. I'm just saying, I feel like second season calmed that down and it was like, let's make it more of like a normal show. Maybe that's why it's not going to do anymore because people are like, hey, I wanted my nerdy, I get the joke thing, you know. Hmm. I, I don't know. I just felt like second season was way better than the first. And well, it's on sci fi now. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. They're. they're pairing up episodes and airing them as a half hour okay. thing. So All right. maybe sci-fi has the rights to make more. Who knows? I, is it, what, am I right? Was it Vimeo? Vimeo was the first season. The second season was on Comic-Con HQ. Oh, yeah, they you know, it did have that bumper for it. I figured that was just a yeah. weird tie-in thing. Yeah, but now... Who knows? Just steal it on the internet well, or something, maybe. Sure. I think you could probably stream them all off the sci-fi website. Yeah, I yeah just, but who wants to do that? Like I said, I mean, it's just... <laughs> If you make it through the first season, you might be like, what the fuck is he talking about? The second season just eases more into your traditional, like, sitcom. If you, I mean, I don't mean that it's, like, staged and canned laughter. I mean, it's, like, it's situational comedy. Like, right. this is a struggling actor trying to escape, you know, a typecast thing. I mean, mm-hmm. it's very funny because, like, these shows are actually kind of similar. Like, they're both about people who, you know, one, one feels like the behind the scenes of the other, where it's like, <laughs> this could easily be William Zapka trying to get roles that aren't Related to Karate Kid stuff. Yeah. You know. He was in Python. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Yeah. Okay. That's what I've been watching. Just two shows that, like, I feel like you might look at and go, like, nah. But I'm definitely saying Cobra Kai is way more accessible than Con Man. Con Man just, if you gave the first season a try and you're like, eh, give the second season a try because it's different and better. Hmm. All right. Well, I am giving uh, a show another try, and by another try, I mean a fifth 
try because I'm on the fifth season of Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> that show is goddamn delightful. So you're still continuing your first try. It's just in its fifth Maybe. try, Mister. Uh, no. <laughs> it's not like you've stopped and started. You're just continuing. I mean, I stop when I have to sleep, and then well, that's not. And then I start again you, when I'm done with work. You don't get up the next day, and you're like, "Let's give this another shot." I mean, sort of. Well, I do, but that's not for shows. Just life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. see if uh, uh. I'll try again today. Um, but no, um, <laughs> we laugh because it's true, and we're sad. Right. It really is. We're all we're all part of the sad bastards 2018 club, uh-huh. uh, which is the same club we were in in 2016. Um, and 2017. <laughs> 2017, I tried. Oh, I've, okay. I've, <laughs> I have given up. Um, so you still anyway. liking it? Yeah, it's still it's getting better. Like not by leaps and bounds or anything, but each season is uh just solid, more solid, solidarist. Yeah. I um, I, I think that's what I mean, I can't speak for the entirety of the internet, but I will try. I think that's what as like fans of the show, we were so pissed about the cancellation or the attempted cancellation. Right. Um because it was like, no, the show is finally hitting its fucking stride in in big ways, and it was just like, like that. I mean, that was just like that was killing it in, in the prime of its life. I felt like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like it's started to get shitty all of a sudden mm-hmm. or anything. Um, there is a whole lot less Gina right now where I'm at, and like I think I mentioned before, Gina is like my favorite character on this show. Um, I. I mean, she was out for almost an entire season when she was actually pregnant. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't I'm, like. I don't. I'm, I don't dislike anyone on the show. I just felt like her shtick kind of got old eventually. I. I mean, I think I like it now when she shows up more sporadically because it feels like it has more of a punch. Yeah, I. I like the fact that even though it's just a, a character type I like, which is the sort of like disaffected, shitty. You know, says they hate everyone on the surface, but then actually really does give a shit mm-hmm. in points where it matters. Like I, I really like that character. Okay. Plus, I just, I just think her shtick is funny. It hasn't, you I know, know I'd like said, hasn't gotten old to me. There's not a single character I dislike on the show. Yeah. I just, I felt that like when she went away for personal reasons, it was like, okay, I it might be time to let the character breathe, if you will. You know, like. I, I liked how they sort of included her aspects of her character even when she wasn't there, like yeah. text or whatever. Whatever. Yeah, but... Um, I digress. You did. It's okay. I'll forgive you one day. Um, but yeah, I think I'm on... I'm somewhere in the middle of season five right now, and um, I was really surprised that um, I liked Jason Mansukas as much as I did. Because... He's real hit or miss for me. Uh, sometimes he's just like, oh, great. It's him showing up doing Jason Mantzoukas again. Um, but other times when he shows up and he's, you know, y- you give him five or six minutes of screen time in an episode and he's great. Otherwise, I think he wears out pretty easily. Um, but yeah, that that show is strong as hell. And I cannot believe that anybody would think to cancel it it's, it seems so dumb like to have such a 
a, a show that works as well as it does, even on the chopping block, is fucking The fifth season, the current, dumb. the one that you're on is the current, or the last season, right? Right. Yeah. I think so. So far, anyway. I still haven't reached the episode that you told me, or that convinced me to start watching the show. Okay. I'm, I'm wondering if you got to the bottle episode yet, because I think that's the strongest episode they've had. The one that's really just Peralta and... Um, uh, fuck, Andre Brower. The fuck is his name? Holt. Holt. Thank you. It's literally like it's basically just the two of them in the whole episode. Is uh, it the mumps? Mm, no, it's like no, it's, it's, was, it's an interrogation room thing. Okay, it might be a little bit later. Okay. I just I think that's one of my favorite episodes of the series. It's a while back I was tweeting about bottle episodes. I fucking love bottle episodes when they're done well because to me it's like. It makes the the writers work harder than, you know, it's like to bring, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why that's necessarily a, a pooped on sort of trope, mm-hmm. but eh, I'm looking forward. I'm look, I look forward to what happens next, and I also look forward to the remaining episodes I have of this season. So mm-hmm. watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's fucking good if you haven't already. Thank you. That's my official endorsement. It's pretty a box quote. You're welcome. Um, I have one show to talk about, but I'm not going to really say a lot about it. Um, it's more of just a recommendation. Uh, there was a mini series on Showtime called Patrick Melrose, which is a Benedict Cumberbatch show. Okay. Um, it's five episodes. Each one's an hour. It's a drama that spans about 25 years uh, about a dude who's got the most fucked up family and has struggled with addiction and stuff over the years and is trying to push through it. Um, it's it's a really terrific show, and the performances, especially from Benedict Cumberbatch, are just amazing. Like, the first episode alone is some of the finest acting I think I've ever seen. And it's also exhausting, and when that show is over, you're like, that's one of the best things I've ever seen. I will never watch it again. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, I have to see this through to completion because I have to know, but the subject matter is so terrible. I cannot ever mm. for the life of me think I need to watch that again. It's like, I've seen that story play out. I'm very happy. I witnessed it never again. I mean, is all right. Only because we just talked about it last week. Would you say it's I Tanya esque in that, like that kind of uncomfortable? Because, because I will say like, when I finished Band of Brothers, I was like, that was amazing. I'm never going to watch this again. And yet I've watched it like three times. <laughs> um, because I, like, it's just one of those things when it was over. I was like, I am fucking exhausted like from caring so much. In a way, yes, it is. Okay. I, Tanya, like in that um, the entire show hinges on child molestation. Oh, okay. So. Well, I didn't get that from I, Tanya. It was more abuse. Simple. Strange. Yeah. That that's why I was not drawing a direct line. Okay, but all right. It's it's yeah. I mean, like the crux of the whole thing that really fucked up Benedict Cumberbatch's character was that his dad molested him. Oh, okay. and of course, it being a fucking cable show, they dwell on it as much as possible for at least one entire episode, and you're just like, guys, please don't. Hmm. So, all right, yeah, it's one of those things. So, look. If you are in any way sensitive to a number of issues, this series is about those, but it is it is a well-told story, I will say. It, it's not 
it's not so grotesque that it's like this is just torture on cinema. This is this is it. It's a well told story. Okay. I'll say okay. that. So, and it's as dark as it is. It's got surprising flashes of humor in it. Okay. So. What was the name again? One Patrick more Melrose. Patrick Melrose. It's a very nondescript name. Just right. like it doesn't stand out. But just look up Ben a Dragon Bumpty Slapper. <laughs> ben a Dragon Bumpty Slapper. <laughs> Slut Bunwala. <laughs> God. Yes. All right. Did we round out TV corner? Is that all we got? I think so. I think that's all we yeah. got for this this half this yeah. week. Oh. We are uh, we are brief. We don't have our our email reader here. That's true. Our email reading robot is not with us. So. Malfunction on MackiePod 3000. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I guess we should just contact information. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, BMFcast.com. Email us. BMF at BMFcast.com. Uh, give us a call on the Garfield phone. 910-5-JOX-BMF or 910-556-9263. Um, Patreon.com slash BMFCast. Uh, give us all your money, please. Or at least as much as you feel like we deserve, which is anywhere from $1,000 a month all the way up to $10,000 a month is probably what we deserve. So give That's us that. That's a good range, yeah. Anywhere yeah. in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, help us achieve our dreams of not working. And uh, <laughs> yeah, well, start your own Patreon so that you can donate to our Patreon. Yeah, <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah. Or just, just give us your, like, just sign your paychecks then, over uh, directly to us. And then tell week. two friends. Wait. Right, I, and they, they'll tell two friends. Multi-level Patreon in. Yes. It's not it's multi-level marketing. It's not if they all marketing. pay us directly. If they all pay us directly, that's fine. It's an inverse funnel. That's just advertising. Oh. If they're paying the person below them in a in a deteriorating scheme... Inver- it's a funnel. Yeah. It's, a, it's not a scheme, it's a funnel. Well, No, it's more of a drain. It's just all... No, it's all- not a drain, it's a funnel, Chuck. It's a... It's if a it's funnel. a funnel, that means it funnels through the first original people who told to about this... Yeah, but it, We're at the bottom it of the has funnel. to bypass those people. It can't funnel onto them because then they might be tempted to keep some of it. No, they will know. They will know because they'll have to pay their up downstream side people, which is us. We're it's, we're the ones they have to pay. It's like a sewer. Everyone has sewer access and it all flows to us. Right. <laughs> okay, yes. Poop all of your money to us. Yeah. Flush all of your money to us. It's like a... The Bamfcast multi-level sewer market. It's like a shape. I can't put my finger on it. I don't know. Is it like a funnel? I think it's it's like a Stargate. Yeah, you you you, you set the Chirons a, just a, right, a and then the Chevrons, yes. and then and then like you know put the money in the thing, and it comes to us. That's it. <laughs> That's exactly how it works. That is exactly how. It yeah. Patreon dot com slash bmfcast. The chocolate Stargate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could have said it better myself. <laughs> Chirons. Chirons. Chiron Beta fr- Prime. Yeah. I meant to say Chevron, but I said Chiron, but yeah, <laughs> whatever. Exxon, BP. Yeah, Merry that. Christmas from, from, the from Chevron Stargate. <laughs> from Chevron Stargate 5. <laughs> DS9. Anyway. Yep. Um, uh-huh. Thank you to everyone who is currently a patron. Uh, we really appreciate it, and we hope that you're getting... Uh, we know that you're getting value for the money, but we hope you're enjoying the value that you're getting for the money. <laughs> <laughs> we know it's valuable. Look, right. We just we hope you're, you're enjoying it. Value. Yeah. We just hope you're enjoying that fucking value. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I mean, a Kia has a certain value. They do. But you, you 
probably won't enjoy it. No. <laughs> the Banffcast patrons get a certain value from us, and we're pretty sure they enjoy it, but we hope they enjoy it as well. Yeah. We make it with the intent for you to enjoy it. That is why we make it. Right. It is? Yeah. Shit. We hope people enjoy it. It's why we make this. Well, I've been doing this wrong for a long time, I guess. Nine years, I think. Nigh upon a decade, my friend. Mm. Friend in quotes. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it was understood. Yeah. Just making sure the people know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's get out of here, shall we? Ah, uh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm Harlow. For Mackie, I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Banffcast Out. <laughs>